0: all right well let's let's just pray and get into this morning. I mean, we're already in pretty far um God's been here he's been doing he's he's been sharing and um just his heart with us, so Lord, we just thank you for this morning. we just thank you as we just prepare to hear a word that um it will just It will go into our innermost parts, and it it will build on the foundation that you have put. It will build on, you know, Christ, who is the solid rock. So we just thank you um, that you you always love us, that you always hear us, that you are, you know, wanting good for us, Um, and we just thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. So I'm actually going to talk about what does God want for us, like, today. I'm going to talk about... What does God really want for us? What, do, what is his will for our lives? When people say, well, it's God's will. It's God's will. Okay. So I've seen people use it's God's will so they can sit and do nothing. I just stay here because if anyone says anything to me, I'll just say, I'm just waiting. I just got to make sure it's God's will. Okay. Well, I'm going to tell you, it's very easy and you could know it's God's will. Also, John, I wanted to say, I didn't get to say hi to you today. I know you've been working so much, and we've missed you, so I wanted you to know that we've missed you. Everyone's been asking about you, so if your wife and kids didn't tell you that, we all have. Son. I'll put you in the hot seat now. He's going to come home when he has to work this. He'll be like, "You want to say hi to me? Did you not tell him? Oh, God. No, I just got to get a phone, So, But we can know God's will for our lives. Down to the smallest detail. Did you guys know that? Down to the smallest details, we can even know God's will for our lives. And um, I look at that. It just takes practice. <laughs> we got to practice it. Sometimes we hear really well. Sometimes we're actually, we don't like to admit it, but we're going, la, 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 while God's trying to talk to us. Right? I don't know what God's, I don't know God's will for my life. Well, take your fingers out of your ears and listen to what he's saying. Right? We gotta practice, we gotta spend time with the Lord. You know, and the more we do that, the easier it gets to know what God is saying. It, the easier it gets to know what God is saying and expecting of not just you, but of the church too. You are got you're hearing from God for yourself, but also we are a collective body. Today you guys shared those testimonies. That is not just for you and your family that benefits, we all benefit from that collectively. Because you don't know the next person that's going to be in your situation. And they're going to say, I got to that choice, Barb. And you know what? If God did it for her, he's going to do it for me. So our testimonies actually bring life to others. So it's not just what God is saying to you, but what God is also saying and expecting of the church. So it takes the extras. This is where just enough just doesn't work. Just going to church doesn't work. Just reading your Bible doesn't work. We have to do the extras. It takes the extra time. It takes the extra effort. It takes the extra risk. There's the one we don't like, right? I don't want to take the risk. I don't want to be embarrassed. I don't want to be wrong. Nobody likes to be wrong. No one's like, I just really hope I'm wrong. I can take this test. Get an F. It's good. No, we don't. We don't like to be wrong. And when we're, when, we, when we are wrong, We like to like justify it for a while and then, uh, you know, we get madder and madder because then we realize like we already know that we're wrong instead of sometimes we're just wrong because we're learning, we're growing, we're not Jesus. Whenever, whenever you just get something wrong, just be like, I'm not Jesus. It's okay. And it also, you ever notice when you're, you're trying to take these extras, you're trying to hear from God. It doesn't always come with the answers you hoped for. You're like, God, take care of me. He's like, all right. Let's. And you're like, I meant take care of me. Like pay all my bills, make my children love me, you know, make everything good. The sun shines, the rain only goes, through, you know, these times, it's just good, you know. Um The roads are always clear. It's like forever salt. all of these things. Um, you know, it doesn't always come in the answers you want. God's like, God, I need to pay my bills. And God's like, I put 10 jobs in front of you. You will I I gave you some toilets to clean. I remember when I was like, God, I need a job that is flexible and I can do this and I want to pay off this bill. He's like, yeah, you're going to clean 40 toilets a day. I'm like, all right. And I did. <laughs> because you know what? God, I didn't, I wasn't real specific. Next time I'll be like, I'd like a <laughs> job that is flexible, <laughs> that they give me free chocolate. I can go in my pajamas. <laughs> I got to get a little more specific. Uh, but it doesn't always come in the, in the ways that we had hoped for. Um, and probably never in the time frame we want, right? We're, like, down to the very minute. You're like, okay, God. Like, I needed you. Like, I felt like yesterday. Like, I know you're God, but where are you coming? It, just, it seems like it's always not the timing that we want. But it gets a lot easier if we invite God not just to the big things of our lives, but also to the little things. The little things are also important. A lot of times people won't even take those to the Lord because they're like, oh, you yeah, know, like like God's just too busy for you. As parents, don't you love it when, when your kid, I mean, I see, like Jade, she does a lot of, um, you know, stories, and it's just the little things that your kids do. You're like, you got to see this. This is adorable. This is adorable. Everything is adorable. God does that with you. He's like, oh, my gosh, this is so adorable. You guys are so adorable. That's what God does with us, Right? Like we want to share everything and it is and then, you know, and we gotta think, if I have a little issue or a little problem or or something I don't a little thing I don't have the answer to, I can go to God for that. I don't have to wait for the big things. We should go to God in the little things and the big things. So because if you practice hearing from God on a hundred little things a day, you're gonna get really good at knowing what he's saying because you're going to get really good at knowing his character that means guess what you're going to be in your word a lot more because you know his will is in his word um and you're going to get really good at knowing how to hear from God and when a big things happen you're not going to be like I just got to wait on the Lord and know his will you're going to know it because you've been experiencing it hundreds and hundreds of times throughout the day so when something huge happens you're not like I don't know what we should do You know, switching a job, you didn't, you know, you just take it and you say, okay, I know what God's saying. I asked for this, he put it in front of me, and I need to do it, right? So when it's the big things, it's going to be easy. So when big things come up and when seasons are going to change, you will know because you have gotten to know the heart of God through all those little moments. If you only saw your children or your spouse once a week, they'd be more acquaintances, wouldn't they? You wouldn't know all their little quirks, what they really like, you know, um, what, their, what their favorite things are, what they're thinking about, what they're going to do, you know what I mean, or what they did that week. But if you spend time with them all the time, like, like you know, my kids, I know, my kids don't even have to ask for water. I know when they're coming at me, looking at my cup, I'm like, you know what I mean? Like, I know their habits. You know, when they say dad, dad, when they say dad like that, they want something, and they never say mom like that, ever, right? Usually they're like, this is what they say to me. They say, dad, when they want something. They, and then when they want something and they don't know where to, hey, mom, where's dad? <laughs> they never come at mom like this. They come at dad. Because dads represent the father, don't they? God's represent the Father hmm. you know it's just walking in that relationship with God all day long it's not a dinner party with God where you go and everyone puts on their their nice clothes and they 're all talking about stuff that no one actually cares about um, no it's it's more like the moms and dads where you can 't even go to the bathroom alone, and your kids are following you and they're like where's your wallet? I need things. Give me money <laughs> I heard uh Someone once said, "He said, you know, kids look at that dollar sign. We used to think it's a dollar sign. They say it's an only sign. It only (laughs) costs this much. Can I have a new that? It, you know, they don't know what that means anymore. Um, But you know, that's the way it should be with our kids. Like they want, they're so. That's the way should we should be in relationship with God. That we're so attached that we go everywhere. That that we are attached to God's hip, and anything God is doing on the earth, we're doing too. That is how it should be. Not just like." Lord, I come to you today and and I just am humble before you. And God's like, that does not seem humble to me. Getting this big old show. You know, ask me the little things. The little things too. Because God is building his kingdom through believers. His kingdom is built through you guys. Through us. Kingdom is people. It is not a building. I mean, you know, even even the disciples didn't quite understand that. They're like, you're going to rip down a temple, build it up. This is awesome. What's going to happen? He's like, Yeah, so, this is the temple, and they're like, but, what? Like the kingdom, they're like, but like, we wanted a crown and be like, haha, stickers! We were with him and now we're all kings! Jesus is like, no, 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 no. Back it up. Keep going until you're in the servants' quarters. That's where we live. That's where this kingdom is built. It's built in there. So, that's what we need to think. God is building his kingdom here through believers. And the better we get at discerning times and seasons, the more the kingdom moves and grows and matures. It depends on us. We don't know when the seasons change. We got problems. Guess what? If you get out there in the morning, you're like, oh, it's going to be so good. And you put shorts and t-shirt on and you came out today. You're not very good at knowing seasons, Right? Winter, Michigan, cold, burr. You know? Um. But you know? We gotta know the seasons. Teenagers, they never know the seasons. They're afraid of coats. They wear sweaters in the summer and they wear, you know, you know, don't be teenagers. Let's mature and grow up. Let's wear coats in the winter and let's wear shorts in the summer. You ever seen a high school? They're like, oh, it's below zero. I should put my shorts on. No coat. Coats are for losers oh, it's 80 degrees out, I should put a hoodie on. See, that's what we don't want to be in the kingdom. We want to know the seasons. We need to know that for our life, for what's going on in the earth, for, for our regions, for territories. So I'm going to read to you in Jeremiah. Jeremiah 29. I love Jeremiah 29, Um 11. It says, this is God's word on the subject. Okay, so God's word, this is God's will. It's his word. If he says it, this is what he wants, right? This is God's word on the subject. As soon as Babylon's 70 years are up and not a day before, I will show up and take care of you as I promised. I will bring you back home. Okay. See, God's bringing us back home, guys. I know what I'm doing. I don't know what's going on here, but if God has to tell you, um, I'm God, I know what I'm doing, you might be in a little rebellion, right? God is saying to them, I know what I am doing. And I have it all planned out. Plans to take care of you, not to abandon you, plans to give you a hope and a future. You know, when you call on me, when you come and you pray to me, I'll listen. When you come looking for me, guess what? You're gonna find me, he says. Yes, okay. It's okay. Just calm down about this, but says, Yes, when you get serious. When you get serious about finding me and want it more than anything else, I'll make sure you won't be disappointed. So if you're disappointed, God's saying, get serious. <laughs> get serious about finding me. Because there is no disappointment in the kingdom. God is God is good. We're getting disappointment. You say, uh, devil, get get out of my place. You get out of here. I'm going back home. I'm going back home to Jesus. Disappointment isn't allowed to live there. But God says, if you want to know my will for your future, I want to share it with you. He's saying right there, I want to share it with you. Get serious about it. Don't be trembling in fear about what other people think or embarrassed that you might get it wrong. You're probably going to get it wrong at times. God said, don't worry about that part. I got that part taken care of. You know, seek him out and you will find him. And get serious. And if you're serious, you're not going to be disappointed. I love that. I love that. He's saying, if you really want to know my will, know my word, know who I am. In Proverbs 3, it says, trust in the Lord completely. (laughs) You know, we used to do these trust fall things. You know, there's been seasons, we've had youth group and different things, and me and Matt started long before we even had Sundays. We had youth group. I don't know, but we had this group of boys. It was like 15 boys. And they did this trust fall thing, where you just walk up and you just say trust fall, and then you just fall, okay? If you don't understand, I would go out in public, I'd be at the grocery store, Shopping, next thing I hear is trust fall, and I'm... (laughs) So, like, people are wondering why these kids are falling all over all the time. I mean, I'm like, oh, my God. I would be anywhere, gas station, I would hear this, and I'm like, (laughs) where are they at? So many times. And people are looking at me, and I'm, like, dragging these kids. (laughs) Like, I'm sorry, I'm not hurting these kids. I mean, it would be the craziest places. Finally, I banned some of them from going to public places where I am. If they see me, they weren't allowed. (laughs) Because, like, it would, like... They knock shelves over at stores at a time. One of them got banned from Ed's, Dollar Tree, and Wesco. We're not allowed to speak to anything. So that's complete trust. That they don't even know if that I realize they're there, and they're just willing to fall on a cement floor. I mean, part of that stupidity. (laughs) Right? Like, I didn't, girls, that's why I said 15 of the boys. You notice there wasn't any girls in there. I don't know, guys are like conquerors, they're like, I'm not scared of nothing. I'm not gonna do it, cause uh, I'm smart. But I'm saying that's how we need to be with God. Trust completely that no matter we're like, oh no, and God's like, got you. You know, oh no, this happened, got you. Trust in the Lord completely. It says, do not rely on your own opinions. <clears throat> with all your heart, rely on Him to guide you. I know, did that, did that hurt anybody else when I said that? <laughs> Do not rely on your own opinions. Oh, I felt like, did you feel that scalpel going between the bone and the marrow? Uh, But with all your heart, rely on him to guide you, and he will lead you in every decision you make. Become intimate with him in whatever you do, and he will lead you wherever you go. Oh, that's good. He'll guide you in every decision. Did it say he will guide you in the big decisions? Did did it say he'll guide you in the life-changing decisions? No, he said he's going to guide you in every decision. How many is every? Oh, every, yeah. (laughs) Whew. So like little and big. We got this, we got this going. Because you know, our opinions won't move God and they won't save nations. Only the living word and Jesus Christ can do that. That's it. Our opinions, they don't they don't move God. So, go where there's truth and power, where you can be with the one who knows what's coming. You can know what's coming because you're with the one who knows it's coming. You know, in turn, you can know God's plans and heart for humanity. Not even just for you, but for humanity. I mean, we all kind of know God's heart for humanity, right? that none would perish, that all would come into the kingdom and have everlasting life with him, right? We already know God's will for all humanity. There's no exemptions from that. We can know that. We know God's will. So you guys, when you're ever wondering God's will, you know it. You know God's will. There's his ultimate will right there. So that's good. So if if we are feeling like we can't, we won't, or don't know how to hear from God, now don't raise your hands, but Sometimes we've all felt like that. Like, I don't know how to hear from God. I don't want to hear from God. Don't tell me, God. I won't be listening. I'm doing it my way. Nobody's ever said that, right? And God always like, hope it works out for you. You know, I'll be right here in my kingdom when you decide to come back in. We got you. Because sometimes we're like, I don't know how. Well, is it that you don't know how or that you won't? You can't. What, what's going on? Because sometimes it's not all the same, right? So whatever it is, if you don't, won't, can't, whatever, know how to hear from God very well. Got some simple things that'll just help you out. Guess where I got them? The Bible, God's word is so good, isn't it? In James one five, I love this. If any of you lacks wisdom, come on. I have been a fool at times, and I've also been real wise. And you know, every I don't know. This is a really crazy concept, but every time I make a wise decision, God is behind it. Wow. Every time I am dumb. Usually, it's not even always the devil. Sometimes it's my own opinion. Usually it's my own opinion. Once in a while, the devil's like, I'm mad at you, and he goes after you. Whatever. Usually when you're doing the right thing, because he's like, I don't want you spreading the kingdom. So, so wisdom is God foolishness is not so it says if any of you lack wisdom to guide you through a decision or a circumstance he is to ask god who gives everyone generously without rebuke or blame and will be given to him so if you need an answer if you need something who are you to ask you're not just supposed to expect i hope god's thinking about me and takes care of this he said well come and ask me you have it also goes if you read back on to james it says you have not because you ask not Guess what? If your kids just sit there and look at you, looking at your food, and they're just, oh, you know? No, they got to ask. Give me your food. Give me theirs, too. Anybody's plate that comes by, give it to me. You. Got... People have a hard time understanding our dynamic in our household as they come in. Like, people, my kids are growing up, they're going to other families and doing different things, and like... People don't realize, like, my kids are like, if you enter in here, it's it's all of ours. What did we all get for lunch today? What did we all buy at the store? What are we all wearing? Uh, <laughs> you know, I have this thing. Sometimes I lock my bedroom door in the night because cause Lana, she does this thing where I'll hear it. So if I just want to wanna rest a little more in the morning, I'll hear the doorknob, you know. And it's locked, and she goes away. But if it isn't locked, she comes in like, "Hello, I'm here. I'm getting clothes out of your closet, turning the lights on. Let's go, people. We gotta get dressed today." So, so if I forget to lock the door, that's what happens in the morning. Because all closets are the same, including Matt's. Like, well, I'll be like, you know, we can find something. Um, Matt usually likes the dress or whatever. No, I'm sorry. I don't even know what we're talking about, Lord. <laughs> oh, we're talking about that we ask the Lord. We ask. In our households, you know, we don't do that because, you know what, we're not God. And that's just fun and silly, but when we ask, you know, God says that He will. He will he will do it for us. He will help us in that decision, in that circumstance. You know, without rebuke, without blame. That's what he's gonna do. It's pretty good. So we have to ask. You know, ask. You know, he is waiting for that. You know, God, what should I do here? God, where should I go? God, is my heart right? God, can I do this? You know, God, should I turn left? Should I turn right? God, 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 what am I gonna do, Lord? And God's like, great, I'm glad you asked. I got a solution for that. We well, also know read His Word. God's Word has so many answers in it, you guys. So many answers. In Psalms 19, it says, Your word is a lamp to my feet and light to my path. Try to walk in the woods in the dark. I had to do it in the light yesterday, and I still struggled. <laughs> there were these these uh, I couldn't see them because there wasn't there was snow over them but they were like um, branches. So I would step on the end of them and then my foot would come in like a loop and I just kept tripping. I was like the whole time, I'm like, okay, this looks like I cannot see. I cannot see what's ahead of me. It was covered. But I looked. the Lord says, you know, his word is a light, a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. So I'm not tripping up. That's what that's talking about. When we have, we can go to God, we can know what he's saying. We can know, you know, how to walk without always getting tripped up. In 2 Timothy 3, it says, All Scripture... So you guys, the whole word. Every piece of the Bible. Is that good? All Scripture is God-breathed, given by divine inspiration, and is profitable for instruction, for conviction of sin, for correction of error and restoration to obedience, for training in righteousness. That means learning to live in conformity to God's will, both publicly and privately, behaving honorably with personal integrity and moral courage so that the man of God may be complete and proficient, outfitted and thoroughly equipped for every good work. That's good. He's saying all scripture, it's going to do things for you. Sometimes it's going to give you instruction. Do this, this, and this. Sometimes it's going to say, no. Right? We don't like that one. If we listen to the instruction, we don't get that. Listen to instruction. See how they put instruction first? God said, it's profitable for instruction, then for correction, conviction and correction. Because if you listen to instruction, you don't have to worry about the restoration to obedience because you're still walking in it. But God said, even if you don't, it's still all right. We still, I'm still going to restore you. I'm gonna Then I'm going to train you up so the areas that you were not, you didn't understand, the areas that you struggled with, I'm going to train you. I'm going to bring righteousness in. I'm going to bring it into your public life, and I'm going to bring it into your private life. I'm going to teach you honor. I'm going to teach you integrity. I'm going to give you courage. You are a man of God because, I, because my spirit, through Jesus, is living in you. I'm going to equip you for everything that comes against you. Anything that the world brings, anything that the enemy brings, I am equipping you, and you will be able to handle it. Everything you need is in there. We just got to start seeking. Play hide and go seek, man. You'll find it eventually. And then we got to pray, guys. We got to pray. We prayed this morning. We didn't know the answer for that ch- that that young man. And you know what? in the midst of worship, she gets a text that says he's going to live and not die. And we prayed that he would live and not die today. See, that is where when we pray and we talk to God and we have a relationship and you go, hey God, you know what, there is this person that's happened and you know what, we're just coming on behalf and God's like, oh, that's so good. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pour my promise out on him and I'm going to let you see my glory. That's what he did right here. You guys right here, this is, this is just like the word of God. God, just, just like we talked about Lazarus, the same thing is happening. People that were on the brink of death or have died or different things. And God's like, I brought them back because that's who I am. I'm a life restorer. I bring them back, you know, to, to work the kingdom, to live and to be guided. But we have to talk to God and build that relationship with Him. If we just came and talked about it like this happened, oh my gosh, I don't know. What do you think is going to happen? Oh, have you heard anything? Oh my gosh, oh my gosh. Oh, this is so bad. This is just terrible news. I mean, We've never done that. Uh, but if we're just talking to God and say, God, I am so sad. I'm actually really worried, Lord. I know that you can do this, and I'm just coming to you and ask you. Thank you that you are a good God, and I know that you can do this. So we just come together. Where it says two or more come together, that you are there. So, Lord, we're just going to come, and we're going to speak life over this. Breathe a life in there, Lord. And God said, got it, on it. Because he's right there with you. Because yeah. you're in the little things and the big yeah. things and you're attached to his hips. So he heard everything that's going on. Pray. That's talking, building that relationship <coughs> with the Lord. Another thing is seek wise counsel. Seek wise counsel. Don't be wise in your own eyes, the word says. We all have blinders on sometimes and we can't see certain things. I can't see how to dress myself. I can't see how to put technology on. You guys know how long I've had, we've been using this? I still cannot, I don't understand. You guys, I do not know what's wrong with me. I can't put a headset on. Okay, I need help. I got to say, you know what, I need some wise counsel. Dress me, put things on. I don't even know what happened the other, I mean, and I'm sorry, Layla, but you got some of that. Like, we can't dress ourselves. We put on backwards and we don't even know. We need help from people. Can't be wise in their own eyes. You know what happens in that? I go with a tag out and my shirt on backwards and people looking at me. Or I told the story. I don't even know how to say that. I, t- I wore a shirt and it had buttons. I did not know that when you wear a crossbody shirt and a shirt has buttons. Bad things happen to that and everybody looks at you and I didn't notice. And I went all through Meyer. So learn how you know, I need and then I had Lana, she's like, What are you doing? Button up your shirt, Mom. I was like, Oh my gosh. I was like, I can't under I can't do it now. So, you know, I learned I don't wear a cross body purse when I'm wearing a button up shirt. But you know, I needed someone else to come in. Someone that had wisdom and she's like, You can't do that. You cannot wear a cross, you know, body purse when you have a button up shirt. I was like, I didn't know that. She's like, Well now you do, don't do that again. Because she was, of course, she was embarrassed. She's like, oh, my gosh, everybody in all of Fremont has seen everything my mom has. <laughs> I had a tank on underneath. Guys, look at all these you. What are we talking about? Okay. Being wise. Like, you guys get to see all my foolishness. Isn't that great? Because you're like, I know doing that. <laughs> You know, if you just if you want to be wise, just come to church. I'll tell you all the things I messed up on. And then you can say, oh, man, I'm getting instruction. I'm not doing that. She, you go first, Sarah. You go first. We'll come after you. Oh, man. But we all need mentors, right? We all need leaders. We need people who have walked before us, who are further along than we are. You know what? There's always those people that they've, some of them have went through it, or some of them have just heard from the Lord and they're doing well. Um, and we've all kind of, you need those people who, you know, that's our kingdom family. They reach out. We help each other. We don't tell you what you want to hear. We tell you, you know, what's going to bring life. Sometimes saying no brings life. No, you can't drive a hundred miles an hour in nice. ice. I want you! No, you can't! You're not going to! I will take your keys! I'll put them down the garbage disposal. (laughs) Tell me you're going to drive. I have a rule. You can't come in my house after midnight unless you have texted me. You may sleep in your car. You may sleep in, you know. We've learned. Hopefully. (laughs) Oh, man. This is so much fun today <laughs> mostly for me because god's like you've done all these things and you did not learn the first time did you and i'm like no Lord. but that's why god's like look for wise people i remember when we were young and we had friends that were our own age and they all were stupid we were stupid they were st- they didn't know how to handle their money they were like um doing they were like oh we go to church and we smoke and drink and we watch porn. all these things and we're like ugh what's happening? So we cut off every friend that we had at that age, and all of our friends became like 50 years old. Here we are, which and I said, you know, these people, they've made it. Their children are still alive. They have a house to live in. They've paid their bills. And I said, and they love the Lord, and it's not about them. It's about Jesus. So we we realized we need people who know, who, who are walking with Jesus. So we started surrounding ourselves with people that did that. We didn't care. Everyone's like, oh, you want to come on? We're like, sorry, my friends, you know, you got to be at least 25 years older than me because I knew I didn't want to go through the junk. I don't want to have the party stage. Got married at 19. I had a baby at 21. I don't want to go party. I have to get up 25 times in the night. I don't want to go out to the bar for me. That's not fun for me, right? Because you know, everyone else goes home, pass out. And and I don't like drinking, so, I mean, it didn't seem fun for me. So I had to look and say, I need some wise, we needed wise counsel in our life. And we found just great people. Um, we're just so blessed. But we had to look for that. We had to look and say, I'm going to change my life. It may look like when you're tr- 20 years old, this and this and this is what you should be doing. Oh, just go explore the world and stuff. But we said, we don't want to have to clean up the mess the next decade of our life from what we did. I don't want to have to clean up, you know, and my kids, you know, have all these issues. It's like, I want to be with my kids. And these people came in. They loved our family. They taught us how to be married. We're still married, you guys, 20 years. Most people, when they get married that young, do not make that. Why is that? Because we don't learn. We don't take wisdom from other people, get get mentorship of how to be married. We We still are in that thought process of like, I'm single, I do it my way. Mine, 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 mine. We never got past two. Me, 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 mine. But God's like, seek wise counsel. Help each other out. We're family of God. Receive wisdom from one another. Don't trudge through the mud when there's a bridge right there. Don't trudge through the mud when there is a bridge that you can cross. We are that for each other. Have people in your life that are the bridge. When you see that quicksand, you're like, Mm Mm-mm. Going over the bridge. You know, you might see people coming up and they're covered in mud. You're like, oh, that's a bummer. (laughs) I took the bridge. (laughs) Take the bridge, people. Take the bridge. Hebrews 10 says, and let us speak, let us consider thoughtfully how we may encourage one another to love and to do good deeds. Do things for each other. Love each other. Not forsaking our meetings together as believers, for worship and instruction, as it is habit for some, but encourage one another, and in all the more faithfully, as you see the day of Christ's return approaching. Encourage each other, talk to each other, get instruction, go with that. That's what God is saying. And remember, all these things that we just talked about, ask, seek, pray, get wise counsel, we're not doing these things to confirm the plans and opinions we have. We're not doing those things to confirm to God. Hey, God, I just want to let you know these are my plans. These are my opinions. And this is what I've already decided in my own heart. I've prayed about it. I went and talked to somebody. I asked. But I did all those things. But I'm going to let you know what I'm going to do now. This is my opinion. I'm going to decide it in my own heart. No, we're seeking. We're praying. We're asking for God's guidance. His direction for us. Make sure we're not just telling God of our plans. How many of you guys have told God your plans? And he sits back. He's like, ha, 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 So funny. You're hilarious. No, 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 no. Make sure we're not just telling God our plans. We need to listen. Seek his voice. He is releasing your destiny over you when you submit and listen to him. And if all good things come from the Lord that means the destiny that he's releasing over us, what's it going to be? Good. Not chaotic. You know, not disastrous. Not painful. You know, not depressing. Right? It's going to be good. It's going to be good. So don't let our past... Sometimes we do something successful and... It lets, it helps us make our decisions. I did it right once this time, do it again. Don't even let our past successes, don't even let the good times make your decisions. Let God's Word saturate you so heavily that when that pressure comes, those opinions, you know, get haughty and decisions and fear, all of that comes out, you know, what comes out of that when you're carrying the doubt and the confusion, the only thing that comes out is the word of God. Not the fear of what someone's going to think and what if I get it wrong. I'm going to share. So these guys right here, um, they went on a trip. Oh, I didn't tell you, Ray. Sorry, you're going to be in this. Um, oh, okay. Um, so a couple weeks ago, they went on a trip. And they came back and God said, I want you to pray for um, Ray's legs. Something's going on. And so I, I woke up in in the morning, I said, Hey, I don't know. I'm like, Okay, Lord, like they said, everything's good. And here I am being like, Hey, I hope you had a good time. Also, um, just want to pray if something's going on, um, for Ray's health. I just felt like God was saying, like, um, to be praying for that. And they're like, No, everything is good. I'm like, Okay, well, that was kind of embarrassing because I'm like, Hey, guys, so nothing was happening. Um, but I still like, like, just taking that fear out and saying, okay, God, you said to do it. I'm listening to you. So I did it. And then today Mel comes to me. She said, you know, what? I went and talked to Ray and he said, I didn't tell you, but last week I had some issues with my legs got back with some numbness and stuff. And, um, so he didn't even know that we had talked or anything. And he said, you know, during worship, I actually was praying and, and that went away and God healed that. And so it was really good. So even though Mel, the middle person, she didn't know that that was happening. God still knew that was happening. And that's why I'm saying as a body, when we hear from God, sometimes we have to step out and be like, I'm not embarrassed to, or I'm not worried about if I get it wrong because it can benefit someone else. Can benefit someone else. You know, because then that showed them that God is talking to others about them and having other people pray for them and that God is moving. It showed a timeline when nobody knew see that's how it's great when God it's like you know that's God that's that's right, <laughs> like we said about never comes in that moment when God when we think it needs to come timing is is so different to God, but that's what we need to do, each other, you know, having mentors having relying on on each other, the word of God, all of these things that we can't. I feel like sometimes we're just so embarrassed to say what God is doing because someone might be like, God didn't say that to me. Well, usually when they say it like that, God's already said that to them. <laughs> so then you can be like, yes, I, I'm doing, I'm owning prophetic <laughs> words of knowledge. They just don't want to tell me. <laughs> right? Don't worry about it because sometimes people aren't even aware what's going on. And God's like, I need to take care of this before it gets terrible. You know, probably most of us in here have had you know, there's times I've got up and like prayed for different people and then there's different times where the next week or so they'll say, Oh man, I was just really sick there or something like that or you just reach out and say, Hey, how you doing? And or you know, God knows the timing and if we listen to him we'll know God's will. Do we need to pray? Do we need to do what what needs to happen in that season? So don't worry about how it looks. Don't worry about how you look. You know Jesus looked for those who are not afraid to take that risk. That's the extra taking the risk and listening and doing the wild things no one ever thought was possible. That's what he did he looked He looked for the people that are like, "You give up everything, you come into places where everyone hates you, drag some dead people around out of their graves. and do that. you sound fun, you're stinky, it's good, you know uh gonna rub some mud in people's eyes what do you want to do this is i mean these are some wild things i mean if someone comes up to me and be like and rub mud in my eye, i'd be like mm, i don't know if we're gonna be friends <laughs> but we can't worry about the risk what god is saying we got to be doing the little things from what i'm gonna eat today elijah was Oh, I'm so sad. And God's like, I'm just going to send you some food. I, I even think about the little things. You just hungry. Just calm down. Get a little something in your tummy. To the big things. Hey, get out of the tomb. Take off your, you know, get them unwrapped so we can walk around a little bit. Come on. Let's go. You know, (laughs) little things and big things. I just love, I I love that comparison between Elijah and Lazarus. Oh, you just hungry. Could someone unbind this dead man so he can walk around, please? (laughs) Little things and big things. God is still thinking about us. God still wants to move. He still wants to do. He wants good for you. He wants to be in every part of your life. The more parts that you let him into life, the more you're going to see him. You get to choose that. You get to choose that. If you're not seeing God, open it up a little bit. Say, okay, God, you you can have all of my life, just not these pieces open it up. You want to see God more? Talk to him in the little things. Let's pray.